welcome, 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 welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. This is E5 Bell. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a chair, shit, sit right here. Get your water, some juice, some tea, some coffee. Hell, it's 3 o'clock somewhere, definitely. Get your drink on. I have made this podcast like three times. <laughs> but welcome to part two, as promised. Listen, y'all. We have a lot of people that always sit back and say, hey, I can never do what you do. Oh, I wish I could do what you do. And I look at people and say, what's your hold up? What's your fear? You can just do it. No, 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 I'm not like that. I'm not good with people. So who you healing, ear? Stop with that. You, how, who, who you healing? Who are you helping? Who are you reaching? All you doing is just sharing your experience. No, because people get jealous. Listen, you can use my stories against me. It's my fucking stories. It's my life. I had a son when I was 14 going on 15. I didn't read the fine print that he came with a baby, okay? His father was 16 going on 17, right? His father's Puerto Rican. His father is Puerto Rican. Ain't that some shit? His pops is Puerto Rican, right? Only light-skinned dude I ever really dated, was in love with, had a kid by, left it alone. Thank you. Okay, life is grand on a grander scale. But you're just sharing your experience. You're sharing your stories. You're sharing the things that you went through personally. That's it. It's your stories. You're the author. Why are you worrying about what people think? People are going to judge you already. Trust me. You're in a room with people. You walk out. They're going to talk about your ass. Who cares? At the end of the day, say my name right. Spell it right. Shit. Give me a little bit of accolades. When you start saying all the fucked up things, be like, well, we had fun. Give me something. But damn. But what I'm not going to do is worry. I'm not going to worry. And let me tell y'all this, right? Because, you know, I know I'm going to get under a few of y'all skins. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Right? Because healing and all that is not good. It's not It's not where you just partying and shit. No, it's tears and crying and be like, wow. So, But if it don't apply to you, let it fly by you. How about that? So. You know, we, we start our little companies. We start, and when I say little, I'm talking about mine too. Okay, so it's, it's no, and then we want to know why people don't share our stuff. Why people say the things they say. Why, 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 why. That's just how it sounds after a while. Why, 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 why. It sounds like a fucking big kid. Who gives a fuck? You know, I, I'm starting to tell everybody. Stop reading 50 Cent book. Get rich or die trying. Like, for real. I love him. And you know why I love him? Because he had to learn to give zero fucks when dealing with the wealth, dealing with money, dealing with people that are out of the poverty mindset. They have a whole new different language. They don't have the same language we do because we're still stuck in the poverty mindset. We're too busy worrying about who likes us and who don't. We're too busy worrying about who said what about us. And the people that we're worried about don't put a dime in our pocket. They don't share our shit. They don't support us. They're not pointing into us. But we're so busy worrying about them. Make it make sense to me. 50 Cent had to learn. He gives zero fucks that everybody comes at him. Everybody talk about him. Even his own son tried to dog him out. You know what he said? He said, I give zero fucks. He said, I give zero fucks. Zero fucks. And it's real. He said, I'm, I'm not going to hold it against you. Somebody else put a bug in your ear, your mom and all of this. But I don't owe you anything. I don't. And we tend to want to make up this fucking bar 
of why people should like us, why people should appreciate us. I don't count favors. If I did something for you, okay. And I'm not telling nobody. You're the only one that's going to share it because I'm not. Because I believe I come from old school. A gift is given, received, and then forgotten about it. If I give you something, you received it. Now I need to forget about it. Because if I didn't want you, it, listen, if I didn't want to give it to you, I wouldn't have gave it to you. Right? So a gift is given, received, and then forgotten about it. But if you have to go around telling everybody that you made me a plate or that I made you a plate, then that's your ass. I, like, I'm always going to say this. I've been around people that have money longer than train smoke. Where they have fucking uh, service... <laughs> They have the kitchen staff and, you know, he, I thought people were just sitting around talking, but these are the people that work in the kitchen. You have someone that oversees the nanny, the babysitter, the tutor. And I'm like, y'all got all these people in your house? Yes. And they have busy lifestyles. But guess what? They get other people to work for them because the rich don't work. They supervise. But their language is different. I keep telling y'all that. Rich people don't have time to argue with you. Time is money. They ain't got time to argue with you. You know what they do? They buy your fucking company. Now. Now you got to answer to them. They don't need to assassinate your character. Because trust me, they, they fucking bones are buried and they ain't buried that deep. They buy you out. They buy the person that you buying your supplies out. That's how they get you. They get you in your pockets. They give zero fucks about you. Trust and believe that. And guess what they don't do? They don't, don't get on there and say, you know what? My company didn't make no money, so I'm going to quit. They give zero fucks because they going to make it. Even if they shit is tainted, messed up, whatever, they still going to sell it. Because they believe in there's no such thing as bad publicity. I need the traffic to come over here, be it good, bad, or indifferent. And... <clears throat> You find an investment, you invest in it, and you know when to take your winnings cash out. Very simple. But nowhere, anyone I've dealt with that is, you know, of wealth, they don't put emotions involved because money and emotions don't play well together. They don't. How, how can I get emotional of spending $5? If you, don't, if you can't afford it, then don't spend it. If you don't have it, don't spend it. If you know you don't really want to do it, then don't do it. But you sit there. People sit there and they get all emotional. I'll be sitting here saying, this is business. Why are you getting emotional? Like, sit down. Why are you taking it personal? Why? It's my company. Well, you give zero fucks about it. Because you have to be diligent. You got to get up every day and do the things that you do. You got to stay on top of things. <laughs> okay. And then clock out when it's time for you to clock out. That's all. Some days I'll get up, be up at 5, 6, post, 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 then clock out. And then I may get up at 1 or 2 and get back on. But I do have a cutoff limit. Yo, I'm signing out. Yo, I'm going to do this. But you, you have some people that don't know that. They don't. They don't. They don't. And then you have those people that will. And I'm giving you these examples because I don't want you to ever be these people. When you know better, you do better. And that's real talk. You have these people that they get one or two readings. Now they think they're a boiler. Well, if you know you need candles, take the money and put it back in your company. You know what I'm saying? Re-up. Get your stuff together. 
If you know you want to do this or you want to do that, then do it. If you know you don't have a laptop, invest in a laptop. If you know you don't have the appropriate camera or video equipment or whatever, invest in that. But see, don't invest in it if you're not going to do it. Yo, this person was like, yo, this person brought all of this camera equipment and everything. They made one live and had over 2,000, 2 point something K views. But then their next video was five views. And they got discouraged and they just said, fuck it, nobody's watching me. Play your strengths. If you know you like to inform, you know you like to have guests, you know. And listen, y'all people that have guests on, you know, get to know who the guests are. Know, find something that they did and talk about that too. Highlight them. There's a lot of places that I don't become a guest on because one is, I, do you want me on here or is it about you? That's one. Two is, I'm not here to be in competition with you. That is the worst. I hate when people do that. I can't stand it. I think it's so horrible. I walked in a door. I tell you no lie. Let me tell you a story time right, right here, right now. I was down in Florida. I walked in the door. We was all talking. I didn't have. I didn't talk about anything spiritual. We was just talking. Oh, you need to do my cards. Why? Oh, because you know I read and I need to see. I'm. I'm not in a competition. When I'm here, I'm here to help out. I'm not here to do. You know all of this. I'm. I'm not. If you're a reader, great. God bless you. If you're not, then okay. But the same way I had to get down in the mud and tread and do all of that. What makes you any different? But you, you want that on the on your back? Oh, I outread E5 Bay. I didn't know reading was a sport. I didn't know it was a race. What, what are you saying? Okay. But you have these people that would really be wanting to be in competition with you. Like, oh, but I seen this. I, I didn't come down here to see anything. I didn't come down here to be in competition. I'm not. I take the garbage out. I wash dishes. I can still do. And guess what? I'm a vegetarian. So wherever I go, if you don't have that, great. I'll find me something. Or I'll wait until in the morning and get me something. But what we're not going to do is sit here and think I'm supposed to change who I am because you are here. It's crazy. I, I laugh at things like that because people, people want to see if they can one-up you. And you be sitting there like... This ain't no fucking competition. Did I come in? Because now you want to check yourself. Did I come in thinking I was, you know, the world's best reader or something? I ain't even talk about reading. Like, okay. I'm excited to be here. That's it. But you'll have people that they'll sit there and then they want to be in competition. Well, I'm going to do lives. I'm going to do lives. The one thing that I do pride myself on. If it's something that I love and I'm passionate about, you will not outwork me. That is fact. You will not outwork me because a bitch like me, old, even in my days, as long as they give me on this earth, I'm going to still get up and do what I want to do. If it's something that I'm passionate about, I wouldn't give a fuck if 90 million people say, you know what? She ain't shit. I don't like, I don't like, I don't give a fuck. I ain't showing up for you. Cause that one, see, I don't believe in quantity. I believe in quality. 
I can help one and that one may go out and help millions. I believe that. And how I learned, I learned that personal because I was inside a botanica. And like I said, I don't do cold readings. I don't walk up to you and be like, uh, but this one lady, I turned around and I've only done that to three people in my life. Real talk. Turned around, she walked past me and I saw the whole vision of her life. I turned around and I said, hey, you gonna go to Jamaica and teach. She turned, tell you no lie. She turned around, she said, what? I'm a principal. She said, no, let me, let me not lie. She walked past me, was in between the aisles with the candles and the sprays and the, the, the different um, whatnots, right? She walked, I was coming from the back because I finished the reading. I was coming from the back to take the ticket up to the front. She was walking past. I turned around. I said, oh, my God, you're going to be healing people. You're going to be in a hospital in Jamaica. Like, yo, I seen you. She turned around, no lie, looked at me and said, I'm not paying for a reading. I'm a, she's a principal at a school. I said, ma'am, I don't give a flying fuck. I said, I'm letting you know you great to be a doctor in Jamaica. But go figure. She turned and looked at me. She said, I'm 50-something years old. I'm not doing that. So I can say maybe about six, seven months, I came in, right? I would come up once a month. I came in. I went in my room. And they said, oh, somebody left a bag for you. Now, I'm Southern. So you leave me a bag and there's no money in it, I'm not touching it, right? Real talk. And I had a note. They had no money. I was like, nope, I ain't touching it. Fuck that. Nope, they ain't put my name up there. They put the reader lady. I don't know who the fuck this is for. Real talk. So, maybe about another month passed, and I saw the lady. And she brought a ticket. And I was like, what's the matter? She said, oh, no, I need to read it. And I need to talk to you. So, while we was going in the room, she was like, did you get the bag? I said, oh, you left the bag. She said, yes, hand made it in Jamaica. I said, what you doing in Jamaica? She said, that's why I came for the reading. I said, what's the matter? Real talk. She said, I am in medical school in Jamaica. You told me, and I looked at you, and I want to apologize. That's why I gave you the bag. She said, and I am in medical school in Jamaica. I left my job, and I'm leaving my daughter here. Her daughter's old. She's in college. She said, but I'm going over to Jamaica because I have to... You know, I'm a healer. I said, you cursed me out so bad. She said, I'm so sorry. She said, that's why I had to come here. For real. I remember, right, the other time. It was this dude. His name is Dennis. Sometimes he'd get on my page. He walked past me and I said, wait, they're burying your son. He said, what? I said, hold on. They burying your fucking son in the graveyard. Your son is in jail. And whatever you buried in that fucking graveyard, you keeping him in there. You killing your son. And I walked away. That motherfucker turned around. Started, you know, when, I don't know if you ever see how Jamaican people get excited. Blood clot. And he was just going in, going in. And he came into the room. He said, me not go nowhere. I said, okay. He said, no, no, no. He said, because these ladies tell me to take your stuff and we go over there to the cemetery and put his stuff in there. I said, let me help you. I don't want no money from you. Go get, you, go buy brand new clothes for your son. He was like, that's what I'm going to do. Good. Bring it here. So I put it in a metal that Angel had. And I said, dry these out, right? 
take them home, dry them out, and mail it to him. Mail it, give it to him, however you're going to bring up his clothes, iron it, spray it, you know, with something that's non-scented or scented, but spray it and take it to him. I said, and watch how your son come home because he should not be in there. He just picks the wrong people. I'm not going to lie to you. It was maybe about two months and his son was released. I said, stop going to cemeteries burying stuff. Because see, when you dig a hole, you better dig two, not one. So, and the last time, if I'm not mistaken, the last time was this girl. She, she was walking past me and I said, oh my God, your baby is going to be so beautiful. Her and her boyfriend or whoever was, um, they were like looking and I said, listen, I don't know. You're going to have a pretty baby. And I walked off. I was on the train with my ex-husband who was coming from the city. This person was standing across from me and they were looking at me like I was crazy. And yeah, because I already closed down my shop. So they were, so it had to be about a good two, three years. And he was looking at me. He was on the phone. I was on the J train. Then when the J train went underground, he was standing there. So when we got out, he said, I don't remember your name, but I remember your crown. You said your crown is Oshun, and we named our daughter Oshun. And because nobody knew we was pregnant, and you did. And nobody knew what we was having, and you did. We had a daughter. And I was like, wow. And that's it. Right? So, and I'm not saying this because I don't want some of y'all to be like, oh, she's bragging. Or, oh, no. For years growing up, I thought I was crazy. I tried to commit suicide. I smoked so much weed that the Lord allowed. I was seeing things and seeing and hearing things that I thought I was crazy. They wanted to label me a schizophrenic, bipolar, all kinds of shit. And I, I didn't take their medicine because, to me, it made it seem like now you're putting up a wall. And these voices and these things that I'm seeing can't be something that's a fucking sickness. So I would I would see it even as ki a kid. And my mom and them, they never discouraged me. They didn't tell me, oh, she's the devil, like none of that. She used to just let me talk. So when I got older, I, you know, I didn't, I tried to camouflage it, you know, and try to hope that I didn't see what I was seeing. And when you high, when you stay high off of weed, cause I ain't do nothing else, um, it became even more like for, for a while it was silence. Like I ain't hear nobody. But then as I started having kids and I got bigger and older, then it started. And then I would touch people and feel them. And it wasn't because I don't want y'all to think I'm crazy, but at this time I don't give a fuck. Okay. Um, I would touch someone and it was like, I was in their life, like standing next to them watching a, a TV show with no commercials, right? So, and I, I wouldn't know, like, what the fuck? I remember touching Glenn, right? Gwen, her name was Gwen. She had three boys, Anthony and her two sons, right? And I remember touching her. I remember me and her talking, and I hugged her. And that next night, it was like, yo, I trapped my kids in the house. I was trying to keep them safe. I was tripping out, and that vision just kept on. It was like on a loop. Like, you know, somebody was on the other side trying to hurt my kids. 
So my kids escaped. They waited until I went to sleep and they escaped and ran down to their grandmothers. So when I did finally got out, like I was scared to come outside. And this shit went on for about two weeks. I had my kids trapped in. I wouldn't even let them go to school. And I was like, no. And everybody, you know, my mom's in was like, what the fuck? And I was like, no, no. My brother and them would come down and be like, yo, everybody worried about it. I don't give a fuck. Like, talk to me through the door. I wouldn't even let them in. Like, that's how crazy it was. And I never forget when I did come down, my cousin Ellie was like, he lied, saying something was wrong with my pops. And I wound up coming down. And we was talking to Gwen. And she was saying how... You know, her husband left because he was beating her. He was really beating the kids. Like, he was beating the shit out of these boys. Beating them with whatever he could find. He was beating them. Just, oh, man. Anthony and I was being beat so bad. And this bitch. Yeah, I called her this. She would hide in the room and pray that he'll stop. And you're sitting here letting him beat your kids. And then he'll come and beat her. And then when he get paid, he'll try to sweeten her up by taking her somewhere, buying her some food or something. And she'll be like, oh, you just got to excuse him. But he was beating the shit out of her kids. So when she told me that, I wanted to beat up. I said, it was you, you. And then that's when I learned. Like, yo, I don't touch people. I wouldn't touch people for a long time. Like, nah. And everybody's like, what? No, don't hug me. Don't touch me. I ain't touching nobody. No. And then I just started being honest. Like, nah, I don't want to see your life. I, trust me, I don't want to see shit you got holding in there. Nope, nope, nope. So I wouldn't. Hey, I understand what you say. Oh, well, what about sex or something like that? I would smoke. I would smoke weed. And I never forget the first time I was with my ex-husband, Roosevelt. And to this day, he'll look at me and be like, whatever, whatever. And when I touched him, I saw, I said, I'm not your choice. You settled for me. That's fucked up. Because you really love Eva. And it took him years before he can honestly admit it. You know what I'm saying? But he did. He loved her. Like, that was his soulmate. But he couldn't be with her. So he settled for me. And, that, you know, I felt it. Like, I felt the, the emptiness that he had with me. And I felt the love that he had for her. So I'm not here to stand in your way, player. Like, yo, go live your life. i never forget when my ex-husband, God bless his dad, Craig. I was like, why you love me, but you're not in, in, in love with me. He was in love with Dez, you know. But I'm like, okay. <clears throat> but he was my friend. He was my dog. So we just made it work. And then when it didn't work no more, we separated. Like, yo, you go your way, I go mine. And yeah, you got hurt. We was, was together for like, shit. <clears throat> what? 15 years. So, that's a long time. You know? But at the end, you move on. But it was like, I just, I stopped touching people for a long time. But back to, not allowing people to put their fears on you. Not allowing people to should you. Oh, you shouldn't do this, or you shouldn't do that. And those beautiful people, oh, I couldn't do what you do. Okay. Don't sit there entertaining. For what? Because after a while, they're going to try to find a way to talk you out of doing what you were called or destined to do. And don't hit me with, I don't know my destiny. If you're getting up in the morning doing what you want to do and you're enjoying it and you're getting peace by it and everybody else is, even if it's one person that's getting uplifted, encouraged, inspired, shit, you're doing great. You're batting a million. I would 
rather deal with someone that will start the journey than someone that's going to say they're going to start the journey. I, I want to deal with motion. Someone that's in, you know, today because I had to teach a class and, you know, I had some things to do. I was, I was thinking about going to the zoo. So I looked out. Utica has a zoo. And I'm like, wow. So they have the red panda and all that. And I'm like, damn, I haven't, you know, I'm living up here and I really haven't seen the full. Like yesterday, I had the Black Lives Matter concert out here. And I'm like, wow, that's cool. And I'm like, y'all just sit around and y'all don't go and see nothing. Y'all don't do nothing. Oh, it's COVID. Well, everybody had their masks. They was doing social distancing, but they were still out there supporting. I was like, you know, the zoo is right there. It's $8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like those people. That are, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Well, I'm going. I was like, well, you know, I was planning on going today, but you know what? I have to put it on my, I'm going to do it. No, matter of fact, I'm going. So, and the hours do close at 4.30. So, it's not all day. Close at 4.30. Open at 10 and close at 4. That's cute. It's not a big zoo, but it's cute. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to the zoo. So, I tell my daughter, for my grandkids, I said, we can all go to the zoo. She was like, yeah. I said, okay, do that here, do this, do that. I'm tired. Yeah, I know she's pregnant. But I'm like, wouldn't you want to go and take them outside? Because, see, I'm old school. I'm going to run you ragged outside. Get water, some junk food, let you zoom around, pack you a lunch. And by the time you get home, bathe you, feed you, you're going to be out. 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 And now I can enjoy mine. But guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to clean up my house. You know what I'm saying? So I said, wow, I can get up early in the morning, clean up my house. You know, clean up, do my podcast, right? I did my, I go on my checklist, right? Because Sunday is the day where I try to make sure everything that was on the list is done. So, I said I'll give you part two. Gave you part two. Said I had to make sure I sent off my video for Patreon, right? Did that. Um, I did my live on TikTok. I did gather around the table. Really cool. I downloaded it so this way I can give snippets of it. So that's cool. Um, and just making sure I, you know, attach all the ends and everything. Any work I had to do, I did it. Making sure I just, you know, refresh it and do that. And do the reading of the week. Clean off the altar. You know, I have all of that done. Right? And clean up. Right? Because it's summer. I went to the laundry, washed clothes. So I brought my ticket because I'll be in New York, um, you know, for drumming. And it's just, I made sure everything is done. So now it's, I get a day or two before I leave. And I believe I'm going to the zoo in that in between time. Because who doesn't want to take advantage of? your life and things that you do. I do. I love it. I love just living out loud. And I don't have to put it all on social media. I can just enjoy it. Living out loud. Who doesn't want to live out loud? And when I say live out loud, I'm talking about live, experience, express, 
enjoy, go see, go on adventures. They have up here, which is really cool because the Uber driver told me, they have this thing like the lift. So you get up and it goes all the way up the mountain to the top and there's this restaurant up there. I say, Joe, when I come back from New York, I'm going. I say, I'm going because I just, I, I want to I wanna experience that. Like it is so many things that you can do and experience. And I'm like, why do we have to wait until, why can't we do it now? Why can't we enjoy the now? Because we have so many people that always sit around and be like, oh, I wish I can do what you can do. Then do it. What's, what's holding you back? What's holding you back from living? We already know how to exist. We can exist all day. We know how to survive. What? We have been putting pedal to the metal. If you from the motherfucking ghetto or the hood, you know how to survive. You could take 15 cents and make that shit into $5. You could feed a family of 12 off of spaghetti and meatballs and all of that. You can do this. And we've been in survival mode for the longest. Do you know how beautiful it is to just live? And when you live, that means you're worry-free, stressless. You don't have to worry about the crazy. You don't. You do what needs to be done and you enjoy it. You, you live your life. You don't have to chase behind nobody. Let me tell y'all, right? I don't chase no man. I don't care who you are. I ain't chasing you. I'm not chasing you. If I'm important in your life, you're going to make sure. Anything that you love or that you hold value, you're going to make sure you take care of it. So if you're not doing that, then guess what? We're not doing that. I am not going to be out here trying to see if I fit in or whatever. No. And, you know, it's sad because... Women will tell other women that. Oh, you just have to be patient. You know, he's going to come around. Come around from where? I'm not no fucking block or street. Come around from where? If, I should, if I'm important in your life and you want to be with me, you're going to make it happen. You're going to start doing better for yourself. So, you if there's something wrong or whatever, you're going to start. First, you're going to get the help and seek everything for yourself. Um, what we're not going to do is come here and you drag me like you're dragging yourself. If you don't have uh, morals and principles or you don't have that, that I'm not even going to say arrogance, that self-awareness, that self-assuredness of yourself. I can't put that in you. I can't. I like going to places and seeing and learning. And I try to have a balance. You know, I, if my partner or someone or a friend or something, and I'll say, hey, what do you like to do? Oh, I just like sitting around in the house and not doing nothing. Well, I tell people from the door. First, I tell them the story, and then I tell them. One day, you know, because you, you want to give balance to your good girlfriends and all that. So, Karen Curry and all of them, you know, they don't go nowhere. So, she was like, oh, we're just going to sit in the projects all day. I tried that. Ladies and gentlemen, when I tell you that was the worst fucking day of my life, 
I don't know how people do it. I can't. Maybe I got ADD or whatever the fuck I got. No shade, no disrespect, because I can't do it. So we get out there at 9, because, you know, we're taking the kids to school. And 9 o'clock, we're sitting out there in the park over there on 108, right? That little kitty park. And, you know, we'll send somebody to the store. We'll walk somewhere, you know, or... Walk, well, when we say walk somewhere, walk to 109 to the store and then walk back. Uh, use somebody's bathroom if you have to go to the bathroom or piss outside. And you're still sitting there. Now, mind you, you're sitting there. You're watching people go back and forth. So now you're sitting there, no lie, from the hours of 9 a.m. until about 9, 10 at night. All day, you're sitting there. You're not going nowhere. You're sending people places, but you're not going nowhere. You're sitting there. I'm watching people go to work. I'm watching people go and watching people take kids to school. I'm watching people go walk their dogs. I'm watching people run. I'm doing all that. And everybody that walked by, Cameron, Mary, and all of them had something to say. Oh, you know, they fucking up. Oh, you know, she's doing this. Oh, you know, that ain't his daughter or that ain't his son. They just had something to say for real. And I turned and looked and I said, this is what y'all do all day? Yes. Ain't nothing wrong with this girl. Please. And I'm like, y'all watching people go live their lives and y'all are really sitting here planted in this fucking seat, like on this bench. Girl, we don't bother nobody. You know, people will come. Now, it'll be a few people that'll come sit with us for a little bit, pop some shit, get them some neighborhood gossip, tell them what's going on. Then they leave. They still sit there. Then the person they usually was talking about to show up and they'll tell them what the other person said to start the mess. Like, it's just mess and drama. I sat there that whole day. I looked at Cameron and I said, I don't give a fuck. I would never do this again. This is horrible. I wasted a day. Like, there's no money. There's nothing. I'm just sitting here watching other people live their lives. And that's what most of y'all are doing. Y'all are sitting there talking about everybody and watching those people give zero fucks what you say about them. And they're going to live their life. One girl came back. She said, damn. This is just what she said. Damn, y'all sat here. I done went to work, then went, got something to eat, washed clothes, came back. Y'all motherfuckers still sitting here. Then they looked at me and said, Donna, this is not you. Don't make it a habit. I was like, you ain't got to worry about this. I'm not doing this shit ever again. I am done. You can't get me to sit outside all day long. I know you fucking lying. I was like, yo, how could y'all do that? But these women didn't want anything. This was their highlight. And then when I said, yo, y'all, let's go to the city. Why? People get robbed. People get robbed sitting here in the fucking projects. Nah, uh-uh, because I don't like being around people. You around people here, you outside. Anything that's fucking going to happen, it's going to happen. Yo, they gave me 50 million excuses, and they wouldn't go. I remember taking two of my girlfriends to Manhattan. They lived in New York all their fucking life. You would have thought they was over in China. One was like, how do I use the train? Okay, you've never gotten on a train in a bus? I don't go nowhere. Sad. Let's go. Right? And we are over on 34th Street. I took them both to 34th Street. Oh, my God. I ain't been out here. Oh, It's 34th Street. Uh-uh. I don't come out here. And I started seeing, like... Yo, y'all happy to go to work, go home, sit on the bench, talk about everybody, go to sleep. Like, that's y'all, that's y'all whole life. 
Yeah, no, that's not mine. And I don't judge them. Don't get me wrong. I don't judge them. If they like it, I love it. I'm just not a part of it. And they'll let you know from the door. Oh, yo, Donna, come over here. Yo, you find Belle? Nah, she ain't, she ain't going to sit around all day. You fucking right. There's a world out there. Let's go explore it. And when they go, listen, I go to the zoo tomorrow. Best believe I'm going by myself. Because guess what? I don't have time for people to go, oh, we should wait and go next week. Why? What's wrong with today? Oh, now see, I had a class. Like I said, I had a class and then I had something else to do. So, you know, and my class was at one. So I couldn't do it, right? Because the zoo closes at four. And I want to be able to walk around and see. So guess what? After I get up in the morning and do everything that I got to do, I'm going to go to the zoo. Because I'm not sitting waiting on friends. Oh, we should go next week, girl. Why we got to go tomorrow? And you know what? I think tomorrow is supposed to rain. So if I don't go tomorrow, I'll go Tuesday. But I think tomorrow is going to rain. So let me look right now before I even sign myself up to this. Tomorrow, tomorrow is supposed to rain. Now, if it rains, let's see. Yeah, it's going to rain all day tomorrow. Yeah, no, no. So Tuesday, Tuesday, I may do it because tomorrow's Monday. Tomorrow's going to rain all day. Yeah. But I, I'm not that person to be sitting around saying, oh, let's do it. Let's do it next week. Let's do it. Let's do it. No. Why? What's wrong with today? Like, what are you doing? Nothing. Okay, bye. Because, see, I'm not going to sit here and beg someone or whatever. And you know what usually happens after I go, oh, my God, why you didn't tell me? Get out my face. Or, you know, I'm going to go next time. No, <laughs> trust me, I'm not inviting you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Where you going, girl? I'm going here. You want to go? Come. If not, then bye. I'm quick for that. I am quick for that. Because it, it's, it's, it's nothing to just say yes or no. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing to that. And I remember when I first told my father that I was traveling. God bless the dead. He said, once you get that bug, you know you'll never, you'll never stay home. He said, and then... You wouldn't care. He said, how you know you're a real traveler? You don't care if your friends go or not. I said, well, I'm a real traveler because I sure don't care if my friends go or not. I don't. I don't. I make an offer. If you say no, then that's okay. I'm going. I'm going. I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit around and wait and see what you're going to do. I know what I'm going to do. So, and you, you have those people that do that, you know, and you'll just sit back and be like, wow, that's crazy. But in the reality, it's not because people always say what they want to do, but then they allow, and it's not all the time, but majority of the time, they allow other people to talk them out of it. I remember when I was teaching class, I was starting up to teach class, and I had like 15 people signed up, right, that was saying they wanted to go. Well, they had this one person that was in their inbox yelling, Oh, I wouldn't do it if I were you. I wouldn't be in her class. You don't know nothing. I wouldn't allow her to teach me. All of that. So they dropped out. Okay, the ones that did are amazing. They companies are flushed, flourishing. They are doing amazing things. So those same people that was, oh, you know, um, I want to take, no, no, you don't. No, I, yeah, okay, bye. And I keep it moving. I keep it moving. Because I'm not... 
if you allow someone to poison your ear off of something that can benefit you, then you didn't really want it. You were looking for an excuse to get out of it. You just wanted, just like when people be on my lives or they be in my inbox on my page, you know, in the comments, oh my God, girl, I'm going to learn from you. Oh my God. And then when it comes, yeah, no, stop. You, you're not getting brownie points off of just following the fucking masses. Because when the M fall off, you following a bunch of asses. I don't, listen, if you're going to do something, you're going to do it. You don't need to advertise it. You don't need to do none of that. You're going to do it. If you're going to invest in yourself, trust me, you're going to find ways of investing in yourself. But guess what? I'm not going to sit at your table too long. If all that is doing is us sitting there and we're not doing anything, guess what? I'm getting the fuck up and I'm moving on. You know how many people I have actually walked away from? And I know I sound redundant saying it on every other, you know, um, podcast. But I want you to understand because... People have this thing where I look on pages and they're still saying the same thing. Oh, I'm quitting. Oh. You... People will praise you at 3 o'clock and at 3.20, they got a knife in your back talking about you and downing you. I'm not worried about what people say. I'm not worried about if you agree with what I agree with or not. It's okay as long as you're not disrespectful. We can disagree. We can respectfully agree to disagree. And it's okay. You got your way of doing things. I got my way of doing things. Neither one of us are wrong. You do it one way. I do it another way. I'm not going to sit here and debate you. Well, this is right. I don't know which way you coming. I, I just know my lane. Over here in my lane, I know my lane. And that's what I tell people. I know my lane. I was down there with my daughter today. And we was talking. And she said, Ma, make me a bath. I said, pay me my money. What? I said, I don't work for free. <laughs> I don't care who you are. She was like, you know what? I got a bath you made for me and my refrigerator. Good. Use that then. Where do you get on my nerves? <sighs> where is the woman that used to get free stuff? Grew up and she's moved on. So, Okay. You didn't appreciate it when she gave it to you for free. And that's another thing. I, I Listen, it is one thing to have people, oh, she's so great, she's so great, as long as you're giving that free shit. But when you start charging, saying, nah, you got to pay for this, then you're not all cool no more. Now it's, she's just all about money. She money hungry. Who? And this is my reply to everybody that said, I understand you can't afford me right now. It's okay. It's all right. But you can leave a commentary to yourself. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Not everybody can get the good shit. It's okay. They got enough free readings online. You can plug in and every other post, every other folk post, they doing a free reading. You're welcome to go over there. But over here, over here, you pay to play. Because we're we not doing that. Oh, yeah. No, no. You want a vent? That's why it's $25. An hour. I think I went up to 30, though, now. You want a vent? You pay 30. Because I'm not giving you no recipe. I'm not going to tell you. I'm letting you talk. That's it. Between me, you, and God. That's all. I sit in my Santa room. I turn on the speaker. Bow. You talk for a whole hour. Just talk. Let it all out. Okay? Because people would call me and just talk. Now, I wasted an hour. I, I can't get that back. So, I might as well get paid. You want me to listen? I'm listening. 
You may may have nobody else you can talk to. It's okay. And it's between me and you. I don't go and tell nobody what you say. I ain't going back to say she said this or he said that. None of that. None of you pay me to vent. And that's what you're doing. You're venting to me. I'm listening. That's all. That's all you're paying me to do is listen. No judgment. No, um, I'm going to tell you what to do. None of that. I may ask you from time to time, how do you feel about that? And, you know, did, what did you learn from that? And that's it. But other than that, you venting. So, yeah. But you will hear people go, oh, she's all about money. I am. You're right. So, it, since you want to go down that route, if you can't afford me, it's okay. It's all right. I'm good. Don't worry about it. You good. I'm good. Stay there. I'm not for you. This, this level is a little bit higher. You, 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 you ain't up for that. And people would, people... <laughs> Listen, we ain't even going to talk about all the things that is messed up. Let's change this in these last few minutes. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be inspired. I want you to be uplifted. I want you to have strength. I want you to have the tenacity to move forward. If you want to do a live, do it. If you want to read cards, read them. If you want to go and study herbs, do it. If you want to invest in yourself in a school, a class, a course, do it. It is a plethora of people out here that are doing it. So do it. Whatever it is that you feel in your heart and your soul, then do it. If you don't like that job and you're like, listen, they are not treating me right. I seen everybody else get a fucking promotion. I'm still working at this bottom. Everybody else done move forward. Me and this manager don't get along. Then go find you a new job. Oh, I can't stand where I live. Then move. You are not a tree. You can move around. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, I'm just tired. Don't complain. Do not complain. Just do it. Just do it. That's it. Just do it. I believe in you. You believe in you. Stop worrying about what everybody else thinks. I want you to follow. Follow your destiny. Live your life. If you want to go on a trip, go. And if all your girlfriends say, you know what, I can't afford it, fuck them, you go. Go, go, have fun. Enjoy the summer. Fall in love. Take yourself out on a date. I took myself out. I loved it. I was so happy I did it. I did. I loved it. It's beautiful. And then I met up with a friend. And I, we had fun. And then I went home. I came home. And I was okay with that. So, stop with the, I want to do it, but I'm scared. I don't want to do it. You only get one fucking life. And I be, damn. I want to sit around on somebody's park bench and watch life float by. I'm going to ride this till the wheels fall off. For real. For real. Because I am going to enjoy it. It is so much you can take advantage of. And you don't have to go somewhere far. This is another thing. Libraries. When have you been to your local library? How long has it been that you walked into your local library? When have you been to your local theater? To see whatever community play that they're having. When the last time you sat in the park and listened to... Uh, um, a fucking concert. I love it. My godson went and he sat in a concert and he enjoyed it. 
He enjoyed it. When was the last time? When's the last time you ever been to Barnes and Nobles and sit there and watch as they read stories? Story time. When the last time you got in the pool? When the last time did you go and go to a, a foreign restaurant? You don't have to go out of your state. You can use the resources that's right there. Like I said, Barnes and Nobles has this cool thing. Data book, right? So someone that's single will buy a book, write the things about them, write what they like about the book, leave their email, and the person will buy it. And they'll have a conversation about the book. And it, it kind of, it doesn't have to be sexual. Or it doesn't have to be like a, a, a sexual relationship. It's building a friendship. And it's building it off of a book. A book that you either want to read or you read. And you can have a full conversation about the book. That's it. And now you'll meet up. It's so many people, especially in Utica. It's so many people that, you know, they wind up meeting up at Barnes and Nobles and they wind up, they have a chess set there. So they wind up playing chess or they bring their own chess set and they wind up sitting there playing chess or, you know, they have like conversations. They have their book club meetings there. Like it's so much that's there and it's right in your neighborhood. Bingo. When the last time y'all played bingo churches, majority of churches, especially Catholic churches, they have bingo night. Find out that. Check your local listings. Hi. Go to Google in your area and see what's happening. There's a plethora of things happening. When I lived in New York in the city, man, I would be in the city. It was always something happening. Always a book sign and a lecture. Uh, taste the, the new taste of what may be coming out. Or they have like the food, different um, samples of different food from all around the world. That's how I fell in love with baklava. Like for real. It is so many things that you can get into, that you can enjoy. You don't have to book a trip. Some of the things are right there in your own backyard. While I was riding with my Uber, they have um, line dancing outside, and they have concerts in the park. And I was like, oh, my God. He said, all you got to do is go on Google. They always post it, like, local bands and stuff like that, and you have the older people out there dancing and stuff. It's all different local bands. And I'm like, heavy metal? He's like, nah, some of it is jazz. Some of it is just folk, you know, folk music. I said, wow, I got to come back. He said, you should. And it's nothing to do that. Just to go in and see. That's it. If it's not for you, then don't go. When I go to New York, I usually go to, they have like these little cafes, these mom and pop cafes, right? Get some tea, some chai tea. And I sit and I chill. I bring a book or if I'm getting my laptop on, I do that and I'm writing and just vibing. Or I sit there and somebody will come and we'll have a conversation about world politics or world news or what's going on in the community. And it'll build. You'll find other people come around and sit and we'll have this big conversation. Now, whoever I didn't know, I know now. And these are people I might have met right there in Starbucks or in the mom and pop cafes. And it works for me. It's okay. I'm not, not going to say I'm not going to live. And it's called networking as well. Because after a while, then usually people always say, hey, you know, what do you do? And, you know, if it's, it all depends on the mood and the, the, the conversation and the company. Then I'll go, no, you know, I do spiritual stuff. And it intrigues people. Or sometimes I just go, you know, I'm just your local neighborhood superwoman. And they go, wow, you know. So, and we'll make a joke out of it or whatever. And we'll just start talking about something else. But it's not a, oh, I'm better than you. Or, and 
listen, majority of it is white people, Russians, Hindu, like, it's people from all over. I never forget, I had a whole sari on, and this lady walked and said, I have to take a picture because my mom would love to see you. Because when they came over here in this country, they made fun of them, and to see an African-American wear this is so beautiful. And I was like, thank you. But a good girlfriend of mine, she's from Pakistan, and... She was the one that said, and I loved wearing it. I had a pink one. I had another one. I gave one to my, my daughter-in-law. And, you know, you get to cut off a little T-shirt, and, you know, you go and throw it over you, and I had my head wrap, and I felt so good. It was so relaxing, you know? And it is. It's really cool. It's really beautiful to learn of others, of a culture, to learn of other people. I would go to their temples so you can learn about them. You're learning firsthand experience. It's beautiful. So I want to encourage y'all to do something. Step out of your comfort zone. Take the ceiling off of your fucking sky. Be limitless. And go and enjoy. Take pictures. You don't have to post them. You can make a memory of it at the end of the year. Or you can make a coffee table book. With all pictures. With all pictures. It is amazing. To have fun. And to live your life. That the creator gave you. We get browbeat enough from everybody. The world is whooping our ass at times. We deserve some happiness. We deserve a sunshine here and there. So if you can't find it, then create it. Create your sunshine. I want you to step out there. I want you to step in greatness. When people ask me, hey, how you doing, Ifi Bayo? Necessary like you are because we're all needed here. And I want you to live your highest potential. Don't wrap your life around a man or a person, your partner. Don't be so wrapped around where you forget where you begin and you end. You came in as a divine human being. Divine. Divinely created. I want you to live as such. And enjoy it. Even if you stumble, fuck up. Learn to say a sorry, apologize, see what you can do to make it better. And some things you can't do. But keep going. Don't let it stop you. Don't let it stop you. Because guess what? You're going to be the villain in somebody's fucking story. But I don't want to be the villain this summer. I want to be the princess. I want to be the queen. I want to be the people. I want to be the townspeople. I want to go and dance. I want to see something new. I want to enjoy this life. I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to enjoy it. Every step of the fucking way. And guess what? I'm not going to worry about money. I'm not going to worry about how, what, when, how, who, why. None of that. I'm going to be like Nike. I'm just going to do it. And let it hash itself out. Because I'm going to have fun. I am. And I'm enjoy it. Every step of the way. Enjoy it. I remember when I went on a spiritual journey. I went with $50 in my fucking pocket. I wound up making close to $2,000. And I helped my family. But I definitely went on a whole spiritual journey. I saw things that people only write about, and it was amazing. And I'm grateful I did it. So, 
let's go and live this life. We've been browbeat too much. Every time you go on social media, somebody telling you what the spirit says, somebody telling you what you're doing fucked up, somebody always pointing out what you can't do, what you can't do. I swear, sometimes you just be like, fuck it, I might as well go to church, shit. But this time, I want to change the narrative. I want you to appreciate. I want you to be inspired, uplifted, encouraged. Just, I want you to stand in the light, bask in the sun. Just go outside and just let the sun hit you. Then go out later on and let the night air just whisper you to where when you go to sleep, you sleep with the clouds. And you sleep in pure ecstasy. Just really enjoy your life. Thank you for being a part of part two. Catch me in the morning for another uh, podcast, Back Porch Conjure. Definitely uh, that night will be, or that afternoon will be um, the YouTube. And Wednesday will be the guests. And we'll be talking about freedom. So, and I'll be in New York on the 22nd. I will be in New York on the 22nd. So, if you want to read it or whatever, let me know. Because I'll be in New York. And as always, I love you. Thank you for being a part. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, this is Bobby Ann's baby girl saying, thank you for listening to the Back Porch Conjure, E5B. Yo.